Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. It's been a while, man. Yeah, I know. I've been going solo. And actually, our podcast has been doing better (laughs) since it's just been me. I'm just saying. So, I don't know if there's a correlation, but it seems interesting to me. Anyway, guys, welcome Josh back. He's a full-time student and a full-time footballer, so... uh, and a full-time podcaster, so hard yes. to uh, to juggle all of them. But um, he's been doing great both at school and out on the pitch, so I uh, can't hate him for that. That's for sure. All right, guys, so um, in all transparency, we are recording this podcast. Um, it's Monday, October 30th, and the Burnley-Newcastle game, they're in the 84th minute as we're doing this. So... Some of the information that we pass along, some of the the numbers, really, the the fantasy numbers, will not yet be fully updated. Bonus points won't be awarded and things like that. So things will be off a hair, but not a whole lot. And most importantly, uh, planning for game week 11 really won't change at all. So don't need to, unless... Something major, major happens in the last nine minutes of this match. All right, so let's go ahead then and jump into – actually, before we jump, we want to thank everybody for 18,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, In fact, well over 18,000 followers. Yeah, man. We're crazy. We're cruising on that now. It is – it's amazing. We love it. We thank you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, We are on our way to 20K. Yes, 20K. I like like that. It kind of rhymes. On our way to 20K. Yes. And then who knows where we go from there. So thank you all for uh, listening to the podcast. You guys have been doing that more than ever. We appreciate it. If you haven't yet, subscribe to it. You just get that download every week. Um, And then, of course, follow us on Instagram if you haven't. What we're trying to do more on Instagram, too, we know people love the Premier League. We know they love the FPL stuff. Um, We're trying to include... Some stats and things like that. We're not going to get super mathematical or anything like that, but some things that are either interesting um, or maybe help you make a decision uh, going into a match week uh, based on certain things that come up, certain findings or interesting little facts that come up in these things. So we hope you find them useful. So far, so good on that. All right, dude, let's jump into... Saturday's matches, we had a bunch. We had seven. Yes. All right. First up, Bournemouth nil, Chelsea won. Chelsea barely pull it out. It's kind of it's kind of embarrassing to be honest, considering ha- they're the they're the champions of the Premier League. Yeah. And they can only beat Bournemouth one nil. Yeah, Hazard with a goal, um, and he's been relatively quiet. No, he's injured for a bit early in the season. Uh, Marata, who I think a lot of people captained on their fantasy teams, really didn't show up, and I think there's a lot of people unhappy with him right now. Uh, Next up, Arsenal 2, Swansea 1. Not an impressive performance from Swansea, or from Arsenal. Uh, Yeah, once again, very disappointing, but it's kind of becoming a norm for Arsenal. Yeah, uh, a bit unpredictable. They got the win. 
but if you own uh, any of their defenders for your fantasy team, you were uh, a bit let down by them allowing that goal. Next up, we have uh, Crystal Palace 2, West Ham 2. Mm, nothing super exciting about that match, I suppose. Honestly, the only thing that's exciting is that Crystal Palace actually scored. Yeah, two goals, as a matter of fact. It's a big deal. Yep. Um, Liverpool 3, Huddersfield 0. So, good win for Liverpool. Although, if you were a, a Mo Salah owner, or maybe even captained him, like we did, uh, you were a little worried for a while, because he was actually a negative point because of a missed penalty kick. So, that hurt for a bit. Uh, we had a very popular post about that on Instagram. Watford 0, Stoke 1, West Brom 2, Man City 3. The Baggies made this uh, an interesting match. Um, I don't think City would have thought that they were going to allow two goals to West Brom or anybody for that matter. Um, City do pull it out. Goals are scored by multiple players as usual, but um, the defense may be a bit of a letdown there. Yeah, a bit shaky for uh, just the whole defense in general. Yep. Uh, Man U, edge out Spurs, 1-0. Very, very interesting. Um, Man U have scored 10 goals in the last 10 minutes of the Premier League. Martial with the goal. Yep. Um, they're looking, they're looking good, except the Huddersfield, um, Huddersfield loss kind of let them down. Yeah. Despite this big up. Yeah. There was also a very big down. Yeah, you know, they're playing at Old Trafford, and, um... Super sub Martial comes on. Sometimes super sub is, uh, or sorry, super sub Martial comes on. Sometimes super sub is Rashford. Uh, they kind of flip back and forth. You know, um, the Man U lineup is becoming a bit like the Man City lineup in that, um, much like Pep does, Jose now seems to like to rotate players a bit. So it's hard, right? Because he, they have a lot of players that are scoring goals, but you just don't quite know if they're going to start or not, or how much playing time they're going to get. Makes it hard. Uh, Sunday, we had two matches. Leicester City beat Everton 2-0. Everton not looking great. Um, Brighton won. Southampton won. That sort of just finished off any hopes I had for uh, my defense getting some points or my goalkeeper. And then lastly, uh, we are now in the 90th minute, and Burnley have won Newcastle have nil, and it looks like it will most likely end that way. So there you go uh, for the results from the weekend, but now we should check out the live table, and this is uh, this will be without Burnley or Newcastle's result baked into it just yet. All right, you want to take this one away? Yes. Okay, so in first place, with the best ever start to a Premier League campaign, is Man City with 28 points. Woo-woo! A very good, very, very good start. Yes, sir. Um, Tough match coming up this weekend, though. Yeah, but I think they'll continue. I think... We'll see. Yeah, I think they're going to... That's what champions are made of. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, by the way they're playing if they go unbeaten this yep. year. Yep, so they're five points against second place. Uh, Manchester United, um, they have also a very tough match matchup coming. They do. With Chelsea... Uh, in third place with twentieth po- with twenty points is Spurs. In fourth, Chelsea with nineteen, and in fifth, Arsenal with nineteen as well. They're slightly away uh, from home in fourth place, 
uh, just a little bit. So they need to get back to yeah. a comfortable area. I mean, it's right now, I think, probably pretty much a two-horse race. But if um, if Man City can get three points and go up to 31, and if somehow Man U lose or draw, I think it's, it's cities to lose at that point. Yep, pretty much. All right. Uh, in sixth place, Liverpool with 16. Seventh, Watford. They've done pretty well this year. Uh, they kind of surprised me. Yeah. Uh, eighth, Newcastle without uh, the result right now. And ninth, Southampton. Tenth, Burnley, just as we said, without their result. Eleventh, Leicester. Twelfth, Brighton. Thirteenth, Huddersfield. So the newly promoted teams, they're all doing really yeah. well. Yep. I mean, thirteenth, twelfth, and eighth is not bad. Yep. Uh, 14th Stoke, 15th West Brom, 16th West Yam, 17th Swansea, 18th Everton. Yeah. Disappointing. I expected a lot from them this Ron year. Ron uh not doesn't have much time left there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 19th Jason Bournemouth and 20th Crystal Palace. Yeah, rough one for, for Crystal Palace. Hopefully it'll be nice to you hate to see teams struggle um, that much. Slide over, talk a little bit about um, Premier League stuff, F- or sorry, FPL stuff. Um, before we get into the upcoming game week, let's sort of take a look at game week 10 that just passed. Um, some interesting things going on here. So let's look at the top transfers in and the top transfers out. So top transfers in. Looks like we have the top five. Sané is number one. Tammy Abraham, number two. Interesting. Um, Phil Jones, number three. Harry Kane, number four. Remember that name. You might have seen a post that we did about this. Um, And Marata, number five. Now, top transfers out. David Silva, which I think is interesting. Second most transferred out player, Harry Kane. Yep, that's right. He's the mo- he's one of the most transferred in players, and he's one of the most transferred out players. The community really has their opinion, and yeah. it's very, very off. Yeah, so I'm guessing what happened is maybe uh, transferred in before the deadline and then transferred out after um, his match and people finding out that he, in fact, was injured. I'm guessing. All right. Your favorite. Yes. Favorite segment here. The latest injuries and bans. Now, uh, Kane is not on this list, but I do believe uh, things are not looking great for him. He um, is at, I think, 25% maybe with a hamstring injury. It's not looking good. No. So far, not looking good. So, Anyone who has Kane on their team is getting pretty nervous right now. But let's go ahead and hit the rest of this. All right. So the first person with an injury is Marino. He, uh, Mikel Marino, with a back injury. He plays from Newcastle. Uh, Naki Wells, uh, a lack of match fitness. He plays from Burnley, so he is wow. out. Uh, Sam Vokes, an actual player that actually plays. Yeah. Abdominal. In- abdominal. Abdominal. Abdominal injury. Abdominal. Seventy five percent chance of playing. Yep. Michael Keane with a foot injury, seventy five percent of playing. Abdominal. <laughs> uh, James McCarthy with a hamstring injury is just all the way out. 
till the 18th of November. <laughs> Charlie Austin with a Canuck, 75% chance of playing. Gotta hate those Canucks. Yeah. That was Charlie Canucks. Austin. Uh, Benick of Phoebe with a groin injury, 75% chance of playing. Ouch. Uh, Junior Stanislaus with a groin injury, 75% chance. So there's some some real players here. Yes. Uh, Leon Britton with a groin injury again, 75% chance of playing. Yeah, everybody's just getting kicked in the groin. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, I'm going to pronounce his whole name. Uh, Rajiv Vinlapara uh-huh. with a Canuck, 75% chance of playing. Oh, no. How about this one? This one's this terrible. This is probably the worst one. Oh, oh no. Everyone, like, the most popular player. The most popular a, player that never gets any yeah, points or Yeah, he has a plays. total of 1.3.9 million prize. 12% chose uh, that. Ownership? Yeah. And he's a groin injury. But I don't even understand how he's getting injured because it has to be in practice. But who is it? It's Angel Rangel. Angel Rangel. Angel Rangel. The most popular player that never plays. I love it. With literally zero It's so funny. Everybody has him. Yes. All right. Uh, Jose Font uh, with a Canuck. Uh, this one, Zavaleta, is actually suspended, so definitely don't pick him. No. Kolasinic, uh, after a really good game. A great game. With a hip injury, 75% chance of playing. So likely that he'll be back. Yes. Uh, Winston Reed with a calf injury. Calf. 75% chance of playing. And, and the last one is Mamadou Sako with a calf injury, 75% chance of playing. There you go. That's the latest, and we will post those, but you can always just go to fantasy.premierleague.com and on the homepage, they have it listed there, too. Jump into how our fantasy team did over Game Week 10, um, and uh, I'll tease a little bit. Not so great. Um, want to talk about good move, bad mistake. So our, our segment that's been pretty popular, and people like it on uh, Instagram as well. Okay, so basically, you just admit a bad mistake, but you also acknowledge a good move that you made. All right. Um, our good move was bringing in Leroy Sané. Yes. You only wish we would have brought him in earlier. He's phenomenal. He's lighting it up. He is thriving in that Man City offense. You can't ask for more from him. Can't ask for more. Bad mistakes. Multiple here, not just one. I could rattle off about a dozen of them. Um, we got rid of Kane for Morata. Right? Not so good. We made Salah the captain. Not so good. And we benched Tammy Abraham and started Lacazette. The thing is, it would have it would have been understandable if Lacazette was already on our team. But we went out of our way to go and get Lacazette. Right. So, to, for him to start over Tammy Abraham. Right. And um, by all accounts, Lacazette should have lit it up. Um, so, there you go. We're going to go ahead and post... Um, do a post about this, so we want to hear from you guys what your good move was and what your bad mistake or your multiple mistakes were. Um, we definitely want to hear that from you. All right, let's jump into how our team did. I'll go ahead and take this one quickly. Um, again, this is not factoring in uh, any of the points with Burnley and Newcastle, um, any of the the um, – the bonus points that might have come through and stuff. So we'll just go with what we have now. Um, average number of points, 39 uh, prior to this Monday match. The highest points is 115. We had 44, so just slightly above average, at least for now. Points came from Forster and Goal with two. Three defenders, Cedric with two, Otamendi with zero, and Monreal with two. 
horrible performance by our back four. Total of six points across four players. Uh, midfield was sort of up and down. Chupo Moting only got us two. Salah, our captain, got us eight. Technically only four points, but we captained him and he got us eight. We were negative two with him through into part of the second half. Um, David Silva only two, which is a letdown. Sané was our standout player, got us 12. He made the, team, the dream team for the week. Uh, Pascal Gross got us seven points. He's been involved, I think, in set, directly involved. So goal or assist in 70% of Brighton's goals. Yes. Everything goes through that guy. Amazing. Um, he is a must-have, as far as I'm concerned, on your fantasy team. And it's great, and I was we were having a dialogue with someone on Instagram. It's great to see not only the newly promoted teams doing fairly well, but also players like him. Nobody heard of this guy until no until this season, and look at what he's doing now. Um, one of the best offensive weapons in the league right now. Yep. Uh, Marata only got us five, and Lacazette got us two. Had we played anybody from the bench, Elliot got us three. Got a zero. Abraham got us five. Should have started him. And then Dunk got two. Why don't you, Josh? So right now, like I mentioned, 115 points uh, was the highest in game week 10 for a team. Why don't you take us through this team that got that amount of points? um, And they did play the bench boost chip, FYI. Yes. So in goal, they had Petr Cech. He got two. Not so good. Uh, He also had Hector Bellerin with two. Not so good. Nope. They did get better for his Arsenal. For Arsenal. Um, with, he had Kolasinac, who got him 14. Made the dream team. Yep. Very good for That's him. That's good, yep. Marcus Alonso with six. Really good for Clean him. Sheet. Matic with three. He captained Sané, which got him 24. Nice. Big for him. Good call. And he also had Fernandinho, who also got 13. Who's so. also been playing well lately. Yeah. Uh, pretty much anyone you can pick from that city pretty much. midfield. Yep. Uh, Playing well. Yep, as long as they play. Yep. Uh, he had Wijnaldum, who got eight. Chicharito with nine. He's never scored outside the box in the Premier League. Yeah, I think he's 40, 40. All 40 of his goals have been scored from inside the box. Yep. Roberto Firmino with eight. And Jesus with one. Yeah. And then on his bench, he Not had, a whole lot of playing time for Jesus. Yeah. That was a lot of people were thinking that Jesus was going to play this weekend. Um, and... No, sorry, that Aguero was going to play this weekend. Uh-huh. Aguero was on the bench. Jesus played but didn't have a good game at all. Yes. Uh, on his bench, he had Casper Schmeichel, who got six. Yep. Willian with one. Harry Maguire with six. And Christian Fuchs, who made the Dream Team, with 12. Yep, so 25 points um, from his uh, his bench there. As we mentioned, uh, the a couple of players that... Either we had on our team or the top uh, scoring team during the game week had uh, were on the dream team. So let's look at the dream team for game week 10. Kolasinac, the top scoring player with 14 points. In goal, David De Gea with 9. Kolasinac, as we mentioned, with 14. Christian Fuchs, as you mentioned, had 12. James Milner had 12. Milner's still around, still going at it. Yes. Phil Jones with 9. In midfield, we have five midfielders. Fernandinho, 13. Sané, 12. Darren Fletcher, 11. Eden Hazard, 11. Stephen Davis, who we had on our team once upon a time, with 10. And then Chicharito, 
with nine. And then the overall dream team, Josh, if you want to hit it. Yes, so the top player is Sané with 71. Nice. Uh, in goal, Teo with 61. Valencia with 59. Jones with 58. And Otamendi with 55. The four in the field. Sané, as we mentioned, with 71. Eriksen with 60. Sterling with 57, despite not playing with the last two matches. Yeah. So pretty yeah. impressive there. It is. And Salah with 57. And the three forwards are Harry Kane with 63. Not for long, he's not going to be number one. Yep. Lukaku with 62. And Aguero with 59. Yep. So the dream team, the overall dream team for the week is nothing but Man City, Man U, and Spurs players. Okay. Enough about Game Week 10. Let's start looking into Game Week 11 here. All right. So what I'm going to do, which is what we've been doing past few weeks, we're going to take a look at each matchup uh, over the game week and then uh, look at their FDR. So again, for those that don't know, FDR stands for Fixture Difficulty Ranking. So one being the easiest match, five being the most difficult match. Um, it helps you in choosing players. You want players whose FDR is lower, right? right. Better likelihood to defend. Or to score against. All right. First up, Stoke FDR of three against Leicester City with the FDR of two. Huddersfield FDR two. West Brom also a two. Newcastle FDR of three versus Bournemouth, who has an FDR of two. Southampton's FDR is two. Burnley's is three. Swansea City's FDR is one, which is pretty solid. One is some serious business. Brighton's is two. And then the final matchup of Saturday, West Ham with an FDR of four versus Liverpool, who has a two. And then on Sunday, we have four matches. Spurs, FDR is one against Palace, who's a four. All right, a couple of tough ones here. Man City has an FDR of four. Arsenal's FDR is five. So a little bit in favor of Man City because they're playing at home. Uh, same thing goes for the Chelsea-Man U match. Chelsea's FDR is four, who playing at home against Man U, who has an FDR of five. And then um, Everton with an FDR of two versus Watford, who has an FDR of three. Let's talk about players to be on the lookout for and to think about possibly choosing uh, for your Game Week 11 FPL team. All right, Josh, let me know if you agree or disagree with any of these. In goal. Lloris, and a lot of this is based off of both uh, their current form, the FDR, the matchups that they have coming up, as well as um, performance at home or away or against the teams they're going up against. So a little bit of thought and strategy put into this. Uh, Lloris, Schmeichel, Pope, who's been playing quite well lately. Yes. Uh, Begovic for Bournemouth. Yeah, pretty um, easy team going against. And he could be a good differential player, not a lot of ownership of Begovic. Um, Fraser Forrester, Ben Foster, who I've been slightly unimpressed with lately, um, and then Fabianski. Yes. So some, some very solid goalkeepers. Uh, defenders. Uh, don't talk a whole lot about Leicester City, but I think Maguire and Fuchs yeah, are solid. Good. They're good Especially based off of the form they're coming off of this past weekend. Charlie Daniels. I think is um, going to have his name said a few times over the weekend. Alfie Mawson for yes. Swansea. Um, I think Ben Davies 
if he actually plays. Once he, when he plays, he's good. Yeah. Uh, a bit more reliable option, I would say, is Trippier. And that's, yes, we have him on our list. I think that's a great call. Uh, for Liverpool, they've got a fairly easy matchup coming. So I think on defense, Gomez or Matip yeah. might not be bad. Uh, even Milner, yeah. for that matter. Uh, Southampton, Cedric and Yoshida. They're always due for points. They are due for points. And then um, the Brighton back uh, three, you've got Duffy, Bruno, and Dunk. Sounds like a uh, like a law firm. The the law firm of Duffy, Bruno, and Dunk. Duffy, Bruno, Dunk. <laughs> All right, midfielders. Uh, Chupo Moting had a quiet one over this past weekend, but he will come back. Aaron Moy. Yep. I think is due. Tom Carroll. He's who, cheap to keep in the team. He's cheap to keep. Uh, can also be a differential and can score points. Mares. I think Leicester City are heating up a little bit here. Um, from uh, Crystal Palace, we've got Zaha and Loftus-Cheek. Then we've got uh, Pascal Gross, of course. He's great. Of course. Um, Erickson and Alley. Very quiet over the weekend uh, based on the matchup that Spurs have at home against Crystal Palace. One or both of them is going to step up. You got to go with them. Yeah, I think that they'll be transferred in quite a bit. Um, I'm going to give Salah another chance. Yeah. I think he just had a bad game. The rest of the season he hasn't. So uh, Salah and Wijnaldum. Yeah. For penalties, penalties missed, they're kind of looked over, making it look like the players have a lot Worse a match than they did. Yeah, right. Yeah, those point, those negative points hurt. And then Richarlison, who's been playing quite well. Four words. If he plays, Harry Kane, I think, uh, will be captained by a lot of people. If he plays. If not, look for Sun. Yep. Sun. He's reliable. Onoma Sun. Onoma Sun, yes. Uh, he can score some goals as well. And again, they're, they have a fairly easy matchup at home against... Um, Crystal Palace. Let's see. We've also got Firmino. I think because of the matchup, he's been quiet. I think he could make a comeback in this match. Jamie Vardy is a good bet. Yeah. As as sort of hyped down he was ever since the end of the 2015-16 season, yeah. he quietly scores goals. He does. And um, he's also a differential player. Not a ton of ownership for him. Tammy Abraham or Andre Ayew. Of yeah. Swansea, Jay Rodriguez, who had a goal this weekend against Man City, and then uh, Gabby Adini. Not because he's been doing anything spectacular, but he has his moments. If you want to take a risk, then Gabby Adini is one that you could take a risk on. It's kind of also kind of like Kane. Like if he, if it does pay off and he scores, it's almost guaranteed it's, that another goal is going to be coming. Right? Yeah, Kane has scored two goals in every match yep. that he has scored in this year. Um, so captains. We mentioned him earlier, Kane, if he plays. Maybe even look to triple captain him. If you're itching to use your triple captain chip, go ahead. Yep. Put it on him. Uh, his teammates, Erickson or Alley. Um, Salah, I think I'm going to try him again. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to try him again. Tammy Abraham, if you want to take a risk. Yeah, serious risk. Why not? Um, you might be the one with the high score for a day. Yep. People do that all the time. And then... Um, Mares or Vardy? Yeah, either one. Um, they're both they're both pretty reliable, and yep. they both sort of go unknown. Um, they yeah, they do as far as captaincy goes, especially. Uh, before we wrap it up, I just want to talk about the free hit chip for a minute. 
So we did a post on Instagram not too long ago that basically it was just a straight cut or copy and paste um, from the Premier League, um, the scout section of their app, uh, talking about free hit. Um, with a, When there's a lot of uncertainty of maybe a lot of players that you own, if they're going to start, if they're injured, um, this or that, if they're going to play or not, the free chip hit is a is a great thing to consider um, when there is so much uncertainty and to make a lot of smart moves and to get players on your team, you would start to lose four points, four points, four points. And you might not necessarily want to get rid of those players forever. You just know for the upcoming week, um, they may not see any or, or much action. Use free hit. So what free hit does is it allows you to use to start from zero. Really, you can use your $100 million um, budget and you can go, you can get a whole new 11 players, starting 11 if you want. Um, you do not get hit with transfer points. You get all the points for that week. But once that game week ends, you go back, you revert back to the, the original team that you had before you played the chip. Also, if a player's value changes um, over that time. So if you have, let's say Kane and he's, his value is 12.5 million. And when you use the chip, but then over the weekend, his value drops to 12.4. You do not go back to a 12.5 valued Harry Kane. You go with his current value, which is 12.4. So you don't freeze that player's value. Yes. However, the market changes is what the value will be after the chip is done at the end of the game week. But when there's uncertainty and you fear of losing a lot of points or you don't want to lose certain players you have, think about using that free chip. We've said it before. We're going to try to use as many of our chips during triple game weeks as we can. Another great time to use the free hit chip is I think in December at some point there's maybe a game week or two where only – Four matches are going on, I believe. So a total of yeah. eight teams are playing. That's a great time to use it because you can go and acquire players from the teams that are playing, and you don't have to completely change your whole team forever. Yes. So hopefully that's helpful. Guys, we love you. Keep everything coming. We want the comments. We love the likes. We love the follows, and we love the downloads and the listens. So until next time, we say, hey, goodbye.